This is Hawkside Guns Podcast. What's up, y'all? This is Hawkside Guns, and we are back for a quick cast. Uh, Relatively quick, anyway. We have an update on a couple of things. I have to blame Sean for something. I knew this was coming. It's your fault. (laughs) It kind of is. I'm a little proud. I'm a little proud. If it it weren't for you, this would not be a problem. (laughs) What did you do? Okay. Well, just so the listeners know, Sean is going to cost me a hundred to hundred and fifty bucks. It's his fault. No, it's not my fault. <laughs> it's I, you have expanded and grown into a, a you've taken your first steps into a larger world. Okay. Well, we, we, we know that I've been playing around with my Sig P two two nine. Um just trying to well, shall we say, make it even cooler than it already is. It, it it's already a spectacularly functional firearm. And I decided to play with it a bit. Um, one of the first things I looked at was grips. And I was going to do um, fancy wood grips from Hogue. Uh, and in the process went for function over form and just got a set of checker G10 grips, which are actually quite awesome. They feel great in the hand, uh, grippy and wonderful. I love them. So They're which bo- which two two nine did you get, or do you actually have? Do you have like the? It's not the nightmare, which is completely black, mm, right? No, no, but we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> Just checking. Um, and then I also ordered the Pro Cut Slide, which is gray. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now I had assumed that, like most pistols of this nature, that my pistol was black. I hadn't really looked at it that closely before. I shot the ever-loving shit out of it, but I never really looked at color, much to my surprise. As I put the slide on there, and I'm marveling at how pretty this slide is, and the slide is gray, the grips are black, and what I suddenly recognize is the frame is blue. And it all clashes. (laughs) Ask me why I care if it clashes. This is the part that's your fault. It actually shoots like a dream at the moment. And under normal circumstances, or at least a year and a half ago, the fact that it looked goofy right now wouldn't make the slightest damn bit of difference to me. But now I have to buy new grips for my gun. Your voyage to the dark side is complete. So, and and, it, I mean, and, even, oh. and even the part I might actually ask for a little bit of aesthetic advice here now. Um, okay, so I, what what frame did you start off with? Did you have a Legion or something? No, it's actually the two two nine Elite. It's That's the one that comes with the uh, polymer, um, almost sandpapery grips versus the old style with the screwing in the sides. Uh, of the, versus the old ones that were script plates. Oh, I see. Okay, and what I didn't recognize is the fact that it doesn't, it's actually, rather than having a black tone to it, it actually has a blue tone to it. <laughs> so I thought, you know, so oh, I, ordered a set of, great. I ordered a set of black grips, and the slide, being the fact that it is meant to, more, to look more towards the Legion side, is, in fact, gray. 
So I have a question for you, since you are more aesthetically minded than I am. <laughs> is, I have two options here. Either I go ahead and get a, go back to my original plan of putting a pair of fancy wood grips on there from Hogue, in which case I'm going to ask you which color, do I go for a darker color or a lighter color, or do I just kind of go for a little bit more uniformity with the slide and purchase the Legion grips? Okay, as much as I want to tell you that you should fancy up some wood grips and, and all that kind of thing, as much as I want to tell you that, um, aesthetically, you're going to be a lot happier if you put Legion grips on it because nothing else is going to match. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's the real problem with it. Um, it's, and, and I've, I've dealt with this kind of issue before. It's like, oh, good. I've made a Franken gun, you know, and, <laughs> and I'm normally okay with that because I'm doing it on a 50 year old shotgun that I can just reblue and then redo the wood on. Right. And just put different hardware on there or dye it or stain it or, or something like that. And all is well, and it may look like every other shotgun out there, but it matches itself. Your problem is you're changing actual hardware on the gun. The frame is not the same hardware, and then you put a different grip system on it on top of that, and none of it was up. While it is SIG and it fits, was never maybe meant to be on the same gun together. No. Look, I'm just saying an artist would have never run into this problem. I'm just I'm just saying. <laughs> you bastard. You should have asked your daughter. <laughs> You should have asked me, like, I could have told you that gray, blue, and, yeah, you know. but if I ask my daughter about the cosmetics of a firearm, she's going to roll her eyes at me and walk the other direction. It's a bonding experience. She could be totally into it. Like, I, I didn't know. Like, my, my daughter is totally into tactical equipment. Because she's like, oh, Daddy, this could look so much better if it was, if you had some Molly on this. Or... You know, if we put... Oh, she, if, when I come down to visit, she's going to like my guns then. <laughs> like, like it's it's going to look a lot better if we do this. You know, kind of get that vibe going on. And I'm like, you know what? That's not half bad. All right, cool. Oh, you know, she's oh, into the fashion of it. My little 22, she's going to love because it's completely <laughs> tacked out at this point. <laughs> Fake silencer, red dot sight. Y yeah. Well, she doesn't really care what vibe it's giving off. She just wants the vibe to look good and match. Right. Oh, so, yeah. So she's she's fine with whatever it is. Like if it's old traditional. Well, Dad, that's very traditional looking. So I guess what we're going to have to do is go with this, you know, and, and all that kind of thing. So it's it's actually pretty entertaining. And that's how we bond over stuff. Right? <laughs> oh, I see. This is supposed to look like that. Well, it, it should do this. And and she's very, very considerate of it that way. Um, now, I. I don't put together guns that look ugly, so I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know your particular problem. But you know what? It just means that, like, I Kenobi'd you, like, like uh, you've taken your first steps into a larger world. Oh, oh I thought there was. I thought I was going to be. This isn't the gun you're looking for. <laughs> this gun does match. You can go about your business by the next well, it, handle. It, it, and here comes the the real kick in the nuts that goes along with this, because I did pick up another gun. Obi-Wan has taught you well. <laughs> I went to the store to pick up the H&K, which now, I, I, I really like, but now it's been overshadowed. I was going to say, now, 
didn't somebody who looks just like you tell me that they were never going to buy another pistol that wasn't a SIG, that you didn't oh, no, no, like no. them? Oh, no, no. It, it, it. Okay, you're right. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Did somebody look just like you say that? I still like the H and K. It may have to be sacrificed for my daughter's college computer, but I do like it. Oh, really? How much are you looking to get for the H and K? We'll talk after the cast. Okay, fine, fair enough. Uh, well, see, here's the thing. I I understand where you're at with that, and I know that the pistol thing can be very frustrating with especially mixing styles and systems, you know, like if you had an older one and you're trying to upgrade it to the newer version or something like that. Now in handguns, that can be pretty traumatic because either you're going to wind up going two tone unintentionally, or you've modded it out and bolted so much stuff on it that it no longer looks like what it is. Uh, But see, the thing is, is that I bought another gun well, yes, this is true. And, and I broke the bank on this one, too. Oh, no. I, you... I bought the one that finally made me go, I really need to slow down. I got that text from you, and I'm like, oh, no, how bad how bad was this? Is, was it was it like full market SIG pricing? Uh, real close. Let's put it this way. The uh, wholesale price on this was not nearly as low as I was hoping, but I still couldn't help myself. Oh, man. <laughs> It didn't start uh, with four digits, did it? Yes. Oh, dude. <laughs> Ouch. Well, it started with a one, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, you didn't go crazy. All right, fine. All right, no. all right. This is still workable. This is still workable. What was sitting in the case when I walked in there, and the owner of the gun shop was not in any way, shape, or helpful in me denying myself of this. Oh, they um, never are. No. They never are. It's, it's, I, mean, I mean, he's not even going to make any money off of me. He was still like, oh, no, you should have that. <laughs> you need this. <laughs> so what did you actually get? It's an HK what? No, no, no. Well, that's a different gun. That's oh, okay. the, the HK USP 9 Compact. And all that it really is is a just a sturdy, rugged, do whatever yeah, the hell you want. That's not a thousand dollar gun. That's, that's a no, no, no. That's a nice but little I bought rig. another gun. Oh, on top of that? Yes. Oh, I didn't understand that part. I thought I thought the slide and the HK, I was like, oh, man, that's not bad. I'm like, you spent a grand on an HK? I mean, that's doable. I've seen some. No, 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 You're like, oh, no, it's much worse. Hold on. Oh, it's definitely worse. It is definitely worse. This was the one where, you know, when they say when alcoholics hit bottom and they finally have to admit they have a problem? You had a moment of clarity, did you? Uh, yeah, I st- I'm still happy I bought it, but yeah, it was the moment that I looked around and went, I have a problem. What did you do, Ray? <laughs> uh, the Sig Sauer P320 um, AXG Classic. Oh, no. Yeah, look that sucker up. It's pretty. I've actually seen this gun. Um, it's it's at Shields uh, right now. I, I looked at it. But uh, the price tag was so high that I didn't even really want to hold it because I knew if you I'd, held it, you'd have taken it home. With I'd you. have taken it and I'd have been in trouble because my wife, who is, let's just 
I'm just going to throw that out there, saintly about me buying firearms. Like, doesn't care when I buy firearms. If I spent that much on a pistol, wherein I already had another 9mm that I love to death, uh, there would have been a discussion. <laughs> like, that wasn't for her, right? Like this. Uh, oh, no, if you bought it for her, it'd be perfectly yeah, fine. Yeah, it'd be perfectly fine. I, I bought this for you. Like, I, I'm just happy to be working with you, you know? Um, uh, I, I, I will say, and... Damn, dude, those aren't I, cheap. I picked that up, and I have never in my life as a firearms guy put a gun that did not feel more like it belonged in my hand than that gun. Uh, well, I mean, they are nice. Don't they? <laughs> oh, wrong? yeah. I mean, they oh, got yeah. a rosewood grip or a walnut grip. I, 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 think, I think it's rosewood. but Yeah, it, it is. I mean, they have a beautiful... I mean, they even have a... I think they have a rosewood backstrap, too. I mean, it's just... Uh-huh. It's a beautiful gun. I mean, even I like it, and I don't like new modern kind of military style firearms even i was looking at this going wow well, that's really nice they did a very very good job of taking the 320 and giving it the stylization of the older sigs no it, it does it looks like kind of a 226 kind of thing i mean i really like it but at where i am today and i don't know what you pay for it and you don't have to tell me for reasons of liability <laughs> you don't want it on record where your wife can hear it um, where I am, that's a $1,300 thing new here. That, that, that was what the retail was. And yeah. I will admit I did not pay retail. That is excellent. I'm happy to hear that. However, I don't think they came down on it much because they don't have to. Um, did they? not as much as I wanted to, <laughs> yeah. not, 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 not far enough to bring it under four digits, but yeah, close, but close. Okay. Well, they still, it seems like you got to go. Is it used or new? No, brand spanking new. Oh, man. Well, I mean, that's a pretty good deal on a new one. Still not good enough to make you feel good about yourself, but, but it's... Well, I, I feel really good about myself when I'm holding it. <laughs> it's just all the other times after that, not so much. Yeah. Oh, dude. And, and then the funny part about it, because something we talked about earlier, is I'm sitting there looking at the receipt for this, and at the same time... My daughter has gotten back from animation school and needs an animation laptop. And I'm looking at the receipt for what I spent on that and the dollar amount that what an animation laptop is going to cost me. And I don't think I've ever felt sick holding a gun before. <laughs> it's it's In all honesty, I, I'm actually, in order to take care of what I need to for her, I'm going to have to take a couple of guns back and consign them. Uh, there's a there's a popular saying around car collectors. They hold, and I, I think this is true, and I think you can follow me on this, that you never actually own a car. You just are the one currently taking care of it in trust for the next person. I think with firearms, especially with us, uh, and collectors of firearms, I, I think that only holds true with collectors, right? You collect these things. With collectors, I think that holds true with firearms as well. You don't actually own it. You're just keeping it in trust for the next dumbass who, who spends the money on it. And in my case, that's that's definitely true of shotguns. But, okay, let me ask this. All right. In all seriousness, is this your favorite SIG? 
Oh, without question. <laughs> oh, man. But see, that the, the problem is, is that, and it's what's driving me nuts about the 229 as well, is I'm sitting here looking at this beautiful new gun next to the disaster that I've made cosmetically of the 229. <laughs> Which you're going to have no, to no, fix the 229 before you can get any kind of money for it. Oh, no, no, I'm not getting rid of the 229. What I'll probably end up having to do is what I'm thinking in the top of my head that I'm probably going to take and consign is um, the Rossi 357 and uh, the HNK. Oh, wow. And then probably also consider the fact that I have two of them and don't really need two of them is one of my 365s. <gasps> what? Oh, once again, I have two. So you're going to... Just to get this straight. Now, the Rossi, correct me if I'm wrong, but the Rossi 357 was a revolver, correct? No, that's a lever-action rifle. Oh, dear God. You're going to get rid of a rifle. You are going to get rid of a rifle. I have the Henry. That sucker is not going anywhere. <sighs> my, my kid won't go to college before I have to sell <laughs> You're like, I don't really care. You can suck it. Dude. I'm not selling this rifle. Oh. And it's kind of the, my feeling on the new, on the new AXG at the moment, too. Yeah, and see, I, you can't even get 357 down here, so I can't use that. But so you're three three guns. This is going to cost you. Uh, yeah. Ouch. But once again, they're ones that are, in some fashion or form, redundant. I've done it. I'll be honest. I've done it. Right. My my fab arm. I traded three guns in for that sucker. You know, like there was like three crappy shotguns and a gift card and everything else I could do to afford it. I, I've been there. I've done it. All right. Those hurt though. I'll just, just go yeah. out on a limb and say those hurt. Yeah. Especially if one of the SIGs is going back, man, those little well, three, six, fives are great guns. They are. But at the same time, as I said, I've got two of them. My problem here. They're not going to give you a whole lot for for the Rossi, and, and as great as the three six five is, I know which one it is, and they're probably not going to give you top dollar for that. Well, either. well, the, the other thing is, is because I'm not exactly in a hurry. I'm basically just kind of coming to some realities on dollars and cents. Is I'm not actually going to take them back and try to sell them back to the store. Okay, so it's not going to be an instant trigger pull, no pun intended. No. So you're actually going to have them put them on the wall. Yeah. Well, the 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 SIG will sell. I mean, oh, yeah. in the first week, the SIG will sell. Even yeah. though the market has cooled down and we have, you know, the the great restocking has begun as far as ammunition goes, uh, I still think the SIG will sell if you if you put a reasonable price tag on that. You won't get what you paid for it, but no. you'll get you'll get enough back. Exactly. Um, especially since you take pretty good care of your guns. I, wait, does it have holster wear? No. Okay, you're fine. You'll get you'll get whatever you could get for a Sig. You'll get it. The Rossi though, that's mm, I don't know. Especially being 357. See, you can't even get yeah. 357 here. I, that's, it's, that's the that's the one that's probably going to stay on the wall the longest. Yeah, probably. That one's probably going to take a little while to get. Now with the with the you know the ammunition coming back, I th I think you got a good shot of of it selling eventually especially if if you get some 357 in it and uh, a tactic that got, that I have done is when in if you can find some ammunition to go with it um, bump the price up a little bit and have two or three boxes included in the price 
Be like, look. That's actually not a bad idea. Here's the gun. Here's three boxes of ammo or two boxes of ammo or something like that to go with it. They come with it. Here's the price. I know it's a little bit more, but it comes with its own ammunition. That's actually a really good idea. I have sold guns like that. Because I don't have any three fifty seven to go into it, but I've got some thirty eight special that I can put in Uh, with it. There you go. Here. This will work with this gun. It comes as a package. Here it is. It's a whole thing. And I, I normally I go to the store and buy like a $10 soft bag with it. It's like, here's a bag. Here's some ammunition. Here's the gun. Here's the price. Well, I still have the original box that came in. Yeah. Here's the self I never do. I, I buy all my shit used. So I never have that. But Actually, the, the, the only reason why you don't have the original box to the Henry you have is because it wouldn't fit in the box that I was actually using <laughs> to ship it. <laughs> Funny thing is that box is still sitting in the back of my truck because I haven't thrown it away yet. You want it? Not really. No, it's it's already in a bag. Um, I, I put everything in soft. I I don't normally do boxes and hard cases. I do everything with soft bags because I carry all my stuff and I throw them in the back of a car or a trunk or a truck or whatever it is. And I, it's soft bags are just better for my stuff. Um, that's just kind of Actually, my philosophy. What I have is the typically is the Plano hard cases that you can actually pull the foam out for to make it to shape it for the. the, the, the oh yeah, uh, no, I, uh, it's a and, totally and the, good it, solution. Well, the, the reason why I have those is because I can put more than one thing in it. Sure. Yeah. Well, my my rifle bag is a is a dual sided rifle bag with some dump pouches on the side. It's a really beautiful uh, case. But... Actually, I've got one of those as well. Yeah, I, I, I love it. Yeah. Uh, and and it's it's always a a pleasure to to have all that stuff. I just yes, yeah, soft bags are normally, but yeah, I mean if you if you really wanted to sell it, that's the best way I have found to do that. It's like here's a couple of boxes of ammunition that'll fit it. Here's a case or a box. Here's the gun. It's a self-contained thing. You buy this, you get everything you need, and it's this price. Yeah, uh, that's a yeah. I'm going to be following that idea. <laughs> It normally, if it's going to sell, it'll sell quicker that way. Yeah. And have them put it on the tag, like comes with ammunition, this, you know, 100 rounds or 150 yep. rounds or whatever it is. Um, comes with 150 rounds that will fit it, you know, this price, you know, and, and factor in, you know, whatever, you know, you want for the ammunition. And it'll normally sell. Even if there's not, especially if there's not anything, you know, any of the other ammunition in the store, you know, Um I, I sold several guns like that. It's like, look, here's three boxes. I'll give you this and the gun. And it sells. You know, people, oh, okay, cool. You know, because that's sometimes that's all the hesitancy of people who, especially in the last year and a half since the, the ammunition shortage and the pandemic thing, that's been the hesitancy. Well, I'd love the gun, but I, I don't have anything to shoot it. You know, I don't have any of that ammunition. So, you know. And they're willing to pay extra for the ammunition. Oh, okay. Well, it's thirty dollars a box for um, thirty thirty, or you know whatever it is. Uh, they'll pay it, and they'll pay the price that you wanted for the gun. Uh, so I, I don't know. It's a suggestion. You might want to try it. But uh, let's see. It was the so that's the P six three sixty five, the Rossi. What, yep. What was the other one? Um, the H and K. I'll probably go to. Oh no, the one you just bought. Uh huh. Which one is that? It's the USP9 Compact. Compact. That's a nice gun. It is. Are you sure that has to go? Because those are nice, man. I, I'll probably start with the others. But... <laughs> I mean, it's, it's cool because it's got the, you know, it's got the cool safety on the back. It's got the S and the F, like in the white and the red, and you know, it's got the the textured grip. 
for if your hands get <laughs> wet? Actually, it turned out to be an LEO trade-in. It was um, uh, cleverly disguised and marketed that it was used. It was definitely in the description, <laughs> but it was the fine print. It was the fine um, print. So I did put a set of talon grips on it. Oh, that's which nice. Is just, which is just the, you know, for lack of a better term, adhesive sandpaper stuff. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, those are, I mean, in 9mm, right? Yes. Oh, I thought that'll sell. You could, uh, yeah, no. you'll probably get most of your money back on that one. Because, I mean, you can do yeah. the, if I'm not mistaken, the sites are, uh, you can replace it. It's dovetailed. So you can do new sites on it. You can do all kinds of stuff. And I like HKs. I mean, it, it, those are those are normally fine damn weapons. I like them, but I don't have any luck in keeping them. <laughs> How many have you had? Four. Oh, do how many do you still have? The one. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. That's like me and Mossberg's. I've had like six uh, of them. I actually, have actually, one. I'll tell you that it's actually even worse than that. And this will be once again one of those things where, uh, you know, it, this is one of those discussions, kind of almost like at the AA meeting that tells you how screwed in the head you are. Hi, I'm Jake, and I have a problem. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. So I'll tell you how screwed in the head I am. I've I actually haven't owned four H and Ks. I've owned three H and Ks. One of them twice. <laughs> All right, yeah, that's that's pretty bad, man. Yeah, no, no, that's awful. I bought it this back is... <laughs> and then sold it back. And then sold it back. <laughs> well, I'll say this, and I'll thank you for this. You saved me last week. You say okay. how how I have destroyed your life. I <laughs> you saved me last week. So I had in my hand a uh, a Springfield and you'll know the Springfield I mean, because I'm going to tell you how you saved me and then you can tell me what gun it is. Let's see if you get this right. So I'm holding it in my hand and it was two hundred and seventy five dollars. Seventy nine dollars. I think two two seventy nine. Was it brand new or used? It was used. Okay. It was used. And I'm holding it, and it's a 9 millimeter. I'll give you that as well. And I'm holding it, and I just, I, I kind of like it, and I had the money in my hand because I had gotten a gift card from my employer uh, for my birthday, and it was enough to cover almost all of it. And I'm holding it, and I look down, and it says, Grip Zone on the handle. <laughs> and I, I just kept looking at it going he's gonna make fun of me he's gonna make fun of me if i buy this because it says grip zone and i just i'm like i could stipple over it with a well the, the, the funny thing is is that the the last year that they made that model and they have stopped making them uh they they finally got rid of where it said grip zone <laughs> And I just, I couldn't do it. I was like, I can't. Yeah, that's I, that's the XD Mod 2. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> and, I at it just, and I looked at it, and I just, it says Grip Zone. And I can't, like, I I, I can't. And I, <laughs> I was interested in it, and it looks funky, and it has all the, like, all the things I like. Oh, oh they're neat looking. I it, just hate shooting them. Yeah, and I was prepared to deal with that. And I'm like, man, but it's so weird and 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 strange looking, and and I just and I looked down at the handle, and just, there it is, grip zone, 
like I can't I can't I can't do it. I'm going to have to put it back because it's it's freaking grip zone on it. And I just can't bring myself to buy this, you know? Even though it probably shoots terrible and I would probably hate it, that's not the reason I want it. You know, I I can't have it. It's just he'll keep calling me. <laughs> he'll send me pictures <laughs> of the grip zone with memes in it. He'll it'll be grip zone, grip zone, grip zone. Every every text I get with him will be followed up by a hell you enjoy the grip zone. I mean, I I can't I can't do this. Uh, it's the only reason I do not own one right now. Um, ever, ever thought about owning an H&K? <laughs> man, you know what? We're going to talk about that after I talk about this. Because uh, I'll tell you why. The only reason I'm just not like send it down here. So recently we have talked about like what my next project is. Since my Beretta is more or less finished and I've replaced everything I can or everything I'm willing to do right now with stainless steel or simulated ivory or, uh, you know, uh, chrome plated, whatever it is, uh, my pimp gun, uh, which my father, ha- Buona hates it. He hates, he's like, you took a perfectly nice gun and you ruined it. I said, I didn't ruin anything. I didn't even change any of the controls. I just swapped some of the materials you know look we we had the conversation last time it looks perfect if you're cramming it in the front of the pants of a mexican cholo (laughs) it's kind of true and considering the fact that you're in texas that works it works i got a nice holster for it i thought looked nice you know it's a nice leather job and and all that kind of stuff shannon's like could you all right walker texas pimp daddy like i don't like no <laughs> like I, no the only thing could have been worse is if you had a big silver star on the side of the holster i'm like oh i should get ooh, one of those can I get that yeah i was like oh i should get one of those do they make those where you can clamp them on or something like this she's like you are i'm not i'm not talking to you anymore so she walked off uh so i was like okay cool my pistol's kind of done i need another project and I found some ammunition for it here and there. And I was like, okay, maybe this is the time to finish my 6.5 tree bar build. And I started looking around. And there are a significant number of people who do a, uh, who have a Savage Axis, like mine, Axis. I, I can't say that word for right now for some reason. Yeah, I, I've sure. actually have looked at those in like 308 from time to time. Right. And there's a lot of, of Savage Axis builds out there, custom builds. And uh, there's uh, the 308 super popular, the 65 Creedmoor super popular, the 270 super popular, and the 243. Like I see a lot of those, like a lot of those builds. Um, and I was like, okay, maybe it's time to do that. So I started looking into it. And the first thing I had to change was the thing that was going to make the most difference in the entire bill, which is the stock. And as far as I can... Is that going to make functional difference or cosmetic difference? Yes, both. Um, The (laughs) stock... The the problem with the Savage Axis that is largely reported is some of the accuracy issues beyond uh, 100 or 2 yards is that the... I won't say materials used are cheap, 
but the design of the stock and especially the forend are a bit more flexy than uh, people would like. Now, I'm not going to say the word chintzy, but other people have used that, and I think it might fit in certain circumstances. However, uh, one of the biggest complaints about using the stock rifle is that holding on to the stock does not necessarily mean the barrel is not moving on you because it is a free-floated barrel. Um, it is uh, a little twisty, especially if you get into a larger caliber. Even though it's a short-action 6.5 Creedmoor, it still flexes a little bit, and down the range, it has a tendency to do some weird things to your accuracy. So the stock was going to have to go. Everyone had said that. Uh, everybody's like, look, if you want an, a if you want an accurate, the, the, there's nothing wrong with the action. The, the Savage Access is, is a wonderful platform, but you got to dump the stock. Okay, cool. Now, as I understand it, and this is, I am, this is unconfirmed. The Savage Access 2 is a little bit better. Uh, they firmed up the stock in some areas, and they have other stocks available, but um, I cannot confirm or deny that. I can tell you that the Savage Axis has there's just the first one, which is the one I have. It's a little chintzy. Um, it flexes a little bit, and even at 150 yards, which is what I was shooting at, I could not, even with a shooting vice, I couldn't get it to pattern as close as I wanted, which is not what was right, or not. I mean, it was less. It was more than an MOA rifle. It was. It was like MOA in a little bit, uh, which it shouldn't have been in 150 yards. So I was like, okay, uh, let's change that. And the the place everybody goes to, of course, is Boyd's Gun Stocks for that. And you can get all kinds uh, of different uh, stuff. Of course, especially since I've never even heard of them. Really? <laughs> no. <clears throat> but remember, I'm not much into customizing rifles. I mean, the rifles that I have are Henry rifles, which I'm not <laughs> yeah, going you're not to gonna, customize. You're not going to touch those, yeah. I, um, I may put a $20 red dot on top of it, but I'm not going to customize Which, by it. the way, I ripped that red dot right off that rifle. I, I, it was not necessary. For like all the distance that that Henry has, I'll just use the damn iron sights. The, the Elkhorn sights are fine for it. I can hit anything I need to hit. You know, I can do a Coke can at 90 yards. It's fine. You know, um, but your aim is better than mine. <laughs> it may not be the first shot, but I can get it. You know, like two, three shots. It's it's within an inch or two of a Coke can at 90 yards. I, it's fine. Um, but I I was looking around and everybody uses Boyd's gun stocks. Now they're famous for, I mean, you can get any kind of gun situated over that, but they came out with a, a stock model called the spike camp. And it's, it's kind of a low budget thing because they don't give you a lot of options with this thing. Um, it's plywood type stuff. So it's colored plywood and it's layered. It's sort of lamellar, you know, uh, uh lamellar style stuff. So it's, it's, yep. It's very distinctive, and they have a bunch of different colors with it. And I was like, "Oh man, that's pretty cool." For if, it, if it's plywood, what does it cost these days? Three or four grand? <laughs> Actually, it's better. It's more expensive than it used to be, but it's not as bad as you think. Um, it starts at 160 bucks, which that's is not terrible. Which isn't bad, right? Fully cut, customized stock for 160 bucks. Now, the one complaint I've heard a lot of people have about the Spike Camp is that it's slick up front and you can't hold it still very well, which 
And they're like, I put grip tape on it. And I'm like, ugh. Like, ew. <laughs> you know, no. Like, I'm not oh. doing that. Well, did you get your air compressor yet? <laughs> no. But you could just check her the sucker if you wanted to. Well, you they offered done it before. I have, and I was going to, and I was, you know, going to get my compressor, but they offer checking. Oh, and I'm like, okay, so for thirty bucks, I can have the thing checkered. Well, yeah, let's just do that, and you pick your pattern that you you'd like and everything like that. And I did, and I was, so for a hundred and eighty or hundred, yeah, it was hundred and eighty and change. I could get a, and I got the the pepper color, which is kind of gray and tan. And uh, I got, it almost looks kind of driftwoody. It's just really cool. I got a brand new stock, you know, ordered. So I was like, okay, cool. That's the first thing. At the time of recording this podcast, it came in three hours ago. And I was like, okay, cool. I got the stock handled. Let's do optics, right? Because the scope that comes with the Savage Axis is, uh, we'll just say, not the best. So, for at the time it was released new, it was a three hundred dollar rifle or three hundred fifty dollar rifle. I got it for two eighty used at Cabela's, um, right as the ammunition shortage was happening, um, and it was just there for it was it probably been had less than a box of ammunition through it. And I got it, for, I picked it up for two eighty, which was great. I'm like, man, this is a great action. You know, I I'll shoot this for a little bit. And uh, I fell in love with the 6.5 millimeter because it's great for target shooting, right? Nice and flat. I didn't like the scope, though. So I got a Vortex Diamond back, uh, which I may have spent a little too much money on. But that's okay. I was like, all right. I spent a little too much money. I saved money on the stock. I spent a little too much money on the scope. All right. Let's. All right. That's that's okay. It was over. It's a little over 300 bucks. But you know what? That's fine. It's fine. You know, I didn't spend a thousand. I I was being frugal. So uh, at that point, I was like, hmm, I need a bipod. (laughs) This is, uh, we'll do a bipod, and then I wanted scope caps, and then I want, you know, like, so this this budget rifle has turned into about 800 bucks, which I don't feel bad about. (laughs) Which is still less than I spent on the pistol. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, my, my, my precision target rifle. I I will have built, and then I did another trigger guard, and then I did a, uh, a aluminum uh, clip uh, retainer for, uh, you know, a, a magazine clip retainer for, instead of the plastic one. Um, and I'm probably going to do a new butt stock on, or a butt pad on it, um, or recoil pad. But still, I'm going to be under 900 bucks. Well under 900, probably around nine or 850 uh, 875 for this entire target rifle, right? Which, if you go and buy a Browning, you know, X bolt or something like that, you're already talking twelve, fourteen hundred bucks, uh, even in this this caliber. So, I'm doing pretty good. I but th- right now it is literally sitting to my right in boxes in a bunch of parts. So, I have yeah, yet but that's to ass- half the fun for you. Yeah, exactly. I have yet to assemble and actually fire it, but all the parts are here. And uh, I was a little worried the, uh, about the uh, the Spike Camp stock, but everybody just has great things. To, well, most people have great things to say about them. I didn't want them in like a weird color combination. They got some really cool ones, uh, cool looking ones. You know, color combinations and all that kind of thing. Uh, the sky looks pretty cool, which is gray and blue. And then they've got a Royal Jacaranda, Royal Jacaranda which is like gray, brown, red, 
and and just kind of alternating there. That looked kind of cool. A lot of people do the zombie, which is gray and green, like Kawasaki Retina Burning Green. I think it's some what, really cool. what is that with the zombie stuff? That everything with zombie has to be fluorescent green. I'm not sure. I think it's just a toxic type thing, but it's it had to have come from a video game. Honestly, it that's has to be what it is because it, Nerf it, does it. Um, every everybody does it. Shoot, shoot a zombie and they fluorescent green blood comes out or something. I guess it has to be what it is, but it is it is a thing. It is, it is definitely a thing, and I have seen it. I don't know why it's a thing, but it's a thing. Uh, I'm I'm super excited though. I'm super excited to put it together. I this is my first rifle build. I've never done a rifle build. Done tons of shotguns, even done a pistol or two. First rifle build. I am anticipating a complete disaster, uh, <laughs> in which I will have done something wrong and built something incorrectly, or something doesn't work and everything. So this may not be the end of it, but or as far as the the parts I'm buying, I, I fully expect to break any all any or all of the components involved in this. No, just just make sure you keep your eye on the springs. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> uh, so. I, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how this works out, but I'm pretty excited. I've seen a lot of people build, uh, with a, uh, a Boyd stock and, and sp- even the spike camp, uh, stock. I've seen a lot of people build with one of these and it comes out great. So I'm looking forward to seeing how, how it works out with mine. Um, and, and pretty, pretty stoked about it. So, uh, I'm thoroughly, uh, optimistic at this point, we'll we'll let you know how it goes. But at this point, I'm thoroughly optimistic. I did, and I didn't spend over a grand on a pistol when I didn't need it, <laughs> which is super great. Uh-huh. I think I think we're gonna have to have an intervention for me in the near future. Oh, I'm just as bad. It's just I got more projects going on than you, so I spread <laughs> it out. That's all that is. Um, I did get, uh, you know. I, I would have probably gotten in trouble for buying the Henry from you. I pro- honestly, that was pro- like I didn't need it. The only thing that really saved me there is Shannon loves Texas Rangers, and mm-hmm. that's a Texas Rangers. As far as she's concerned, that's a Texas Ranger gun. That's a Henry lever action rifle, which the Texas Rangers were famous for using. Mm-hmm. And she was super enthused about it, and still is so much so that she funded half of it. So. I really got off the hook on that one. <laughs> like I really, really dodged a bullet. No pun intended on on that. Uh, I can see that going not as great <laughs> with with something else. Uh, the the fact that I used mostly birthday money and spread it out uh, for this uh, rifle build really saved my my bacon on this. Like. You know, I bought the stock late this month. I bought the the scope last month. I, you know, I bought. Uh, I went and paid cash for the bipod. Uh, I got. Uh, I went down to Shields and got a uh, Caldwell XLA bipod. Uh, just the the nine to thirteen inch. It was. It looked great. I was like, oh man, this is gonna be awesome. You know, and you can you can put it up there. So that was like 40 bucks, you know, so I've spread out the costs so that it doesn't just arrive in one lump sum. Uh, done some with birthday money, done some with cash. I had done some on the credit card. Like it just kind of spread it out, you know, <laughs> uh, 
so I'm I'm hoping that will buy me some leniency, <laughs> or at least like when she sees me assembling, what's that? Oh no, I'm just kind of you know because I do this with shotguns all the time. Yeah, right? I've had all this stuff forever. I just haven't put it together. Yeah, you know, I'm just I'm I'm doing a I'm doing a restoration build. You know, just kind of taking this off this and this off this. You know, like as long as I can get everything out of a box and just put it in like a some kind of project bin or something like that. I thought I'd build something, you know, like I do it with shotguns all the time and it's a $0 solution most of the time. Like I, I build uh Springfield 67s. I got like a bin full of parts on those things. Like, cause they cost like a hundred, 120 bucks every time you run across one. I just buy it. Cause I know I can build other stuff with it, fix it up and sell it for like three, 400. If it's got a little bit of checking or maybe a cool uh, engraving on it or something like that. You can get pretty good money for it, and I know, like, I have all the parts, right? I just build one when I need some extra cash. I'm hoping this rifle will be like that. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I'm just building it. Like, she won't notice that everything's new and doesn't have crappy scratches on it or anything. I'm hoping that saves me. <laughs> uh <laughs> But, you know, uh, I, I guess time will tell. Oh, you never know. We, we, we may be sitting in the same doghouse together. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. And there's another thing. Like, Bolo has to go to the vet tomorrow because he's got some kind of eye infection. And I'm like, oh, crap. That's that's like 300 bucks right there. Like, I can feel that coming. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, shit, you know. But. It's going to be great. I'm going to chronicle the process of, of the build. Hopefully it goes well and, and, you know, it shoots true and, and all will be, all will be great at that time. And I won't have to turn right around and sell it. (laughs) 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 Well, sir, I hope your, uh, your sales of the, the firearms so that you can keep your pretty one go well. Once again, I got a kid that needs to go to college at some point. (laughs) it's going to be great it's going to be great it's you're going to keep all your favorite ones and people are going to pay you top dollar for the new ones i'm sure that's how that's going to go well i'm glad you're optimistic i'm one of us has got to be because (laughs) i'm hoping you can hold on to the h and k i really am that's that's it's it's on the table to be possible but at the same time it's out of the ones that are listed in my head to go it's kind of like the last on the list yeah, do the Rossi with the box of uh, with a couple boxes of ammo. I bet you'll get your price for it. Uh, that's definitely the plan. Oh yeah, I bet you'll get your price for it. Um, God, it's too bad the three six five has to go. But I, I honestly, I keep the H and K over the three six five too, especially since you have two of them. Oh, exactly. Uh, I would definitely do that because the H and K is just cool. And I, I will admit, I'm a bit of an H and K fan. So, uh, uh, agreed. This is bias. You know, or, or or I will admit that I am biased, but I don't know, man. HK is cool. <laughs> and it doesn't have a grip zone. So <laughs> You are actually correct. I would have torn you up on that. I know. That's Honestly, hand to God, that's the only reason I didn't buy it, because I'm like, he's going to make fun of me. He's going to make fun of me the entire time I own this. And then for every day after that. So how'd you enjoy that grip zone? Yeah, I could he- I could hear you in the back of my mind. It was terrible. <laughs> I wasn't going to do it. <laughs> Actually, I was, but then I thought about it and I went, uh, "This is probably not a good idea." <laughs> he's he's never going to let this go. 
Well, not only that, but I'm pretty sure you're going to shoot it and hate it anyway. Yeah, well, there was that. You know, I was willing to do because it was so funky looking, and I love funky looking guns. You know that. And I was like, man, it's so funky looking, but this it's got the damn grip zone. Even if I stippled it off of the handle when I got a compressor back, he'd still make fun of me. You know, oh, so you changed the grip zone? You know, like it would have been terrible. I just I couldn't do it. <laughs> so you saved me. You saved me three hundred bucks worth of pain and embarrassment and and laughter on the rest of the podcast. So well, I, I'm glad that my influence saved you money, considering the fact that yours cost me. Ah, oh, it's the way it should be, really. You know, uh, well, you did entice me with that freaking Henry. I couldn't let it go. I couldn't. I could not let you put it on the wall. I was like, oh man, <laughs> I didn't have all this money, but it's coming here. It's coming to Texas. <laughs> Like I can't, I can't let it go. It's in forty-four. I love forty-four. It's a great hog gun. I need it. I need I, it. I and I got a kick out of listening to you on the other cast going, and I know for a fact that you can ship long friends through the through the mail. I've received one. <laughs> yeah. It like a the day we recorded that podcast. It like got there like the day before. You know, like I know for a fact you can do that. <laughs> It's in the corner right now. I'm looking at it, you know. So yeah, it was it was super fun. I couldn't I couldn't let that go. I needed I needed the the Henry. <laughs> it was an imperative. But uh, I'll send you pictures uh, when I assemble. I mean, it won't be shot or anything, or, or shot in, or, or sighted in, or anything. But as soon as I assemble the axis, I will send you pictures, sir. And I'll send you a picture of the two two nine so you can see what I'm talking about. Awesome. Um, and uh, not only that, as I said, I'll be open to suggestions. <laughs> I will totally do that. And uh, with that said, you got anything else, sir? I do not. Right on. And uh, thank you guys for listening. We will update you as soon as we have more information on the travesty that is our bank balance. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> we will talk to you guys next time. On behalf of Jake Bona and I, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. If you're interested in more content like this or podcasts, check us out at hawksideguns.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.